Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Heart of Indie Radio, the Memphis show. You got Captain Eddie here, and we are so delighted and so honored, actually, to be welcoming back, well, you know her as none other than <laughs> that California dreaming girl, Demay Michelle. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me back. How's it feel to have a nickname now, the California Dreaming Girl? That's fantastic. I love it. It's so fitting because I love California. So I'm totally down with being called the California Dreaming Girl. <laughs> you know, one of our, our uh, listeners actually sent an email and we kind of shared the gist of that email uh, with you. <laughs> it was just, just kind of funny. The California Dreaming Chick. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly i'm getting flashbacks of the 60s and 70s instantly like okay <laughs> well, we're excited to have you back on the show so how have you been this past month i bet it's been kind of a roller coaster ride right it has been yeah with my new single but it's been amazing and i've just been enjoying every second of it cool and school's done for the moment are you relieved yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with my term right now. I don't go back until July, so I am free for the moment. Woohoo, you shouldn't have told us that. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many exciting things happening with so many indie artists across the country, actually, and around the world right now. Um, so you are also dropping a brand new release tonight, actually, right here on The Memphis Show in the midst of a huge three-part series celebrating all the iconic music of Woodstock. How do you feel about that? Incredible. Thank you so, so much for giving me this opportunity. Will I Ever is definitely a very vulnerable song, but my most favorite release so far. So it's super special to have it premiere tonight. So what was the inspiration for Will I Ever? We were just kind of curious, and I know that listeners are going to want to know. So, ta-da! So, Will I Ever is basically a song that I wrote exploring this kind of thought I have a lot, which is wondering if I'll ever know how it feels to fall in love. And that is super deep, obviously, but I feel like as a songwriter, my way of processing these difficult emotions is through songwriting. So I definitely turned to that to write this song. And I wrote it last September and I held on to it for months because I was really scared to record the song. But Finally, in March, I recorded it, and here we are. Awesome. Would you like to give a quick shout-out to the production team on this one? Yes, I would love to give a huge shout-out to my producer, Bob McCutcheon. Thank you so much for all the hard work you put into this song, and thank you for letting me be a part of the whole production process. That is so awesome. Okay, I want to backpedal just a second and have a little fun. We are here on The Memphis Show, and we are celebrating Woodstock. This is part one of a three-part series. So I want to ask you a question as a young artist. So many artists went to that show who didn't perform, and one of them was Neil Young. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, that was their debut performance at Woodstock 1. And Neil Young was just there to party. He just wanted to listen to the music and party like everybody else, right? <laughs> and David Crosby had no part of that. No, dude, we need you up on stage. Come on. So it became, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. So my question to you is, if you're a brand new young artist and you're just there at this giant party, if you could, if we could transport you back to 1969, you're there at this huge music party and you get tapped because they need another performer. How would you feel about getting on that stage in front of 400,000 concert goers? 
Well, first of all, I think I'd be a little nervous, but at the same time, Woodstock was absolutely iconic. It's historical. And just thinking back to that moment, if that was me then, I feel like my focus wouldn't necessarily be on myself and my own kind of fears about performing, but on the whole experience, like to be part of something like that, where 400,000 people are celebrating music and being there to, you know, have a fantastic time. I think getting up on that stage would be super fun just to be part of that whole experience. Yeah, it, it really was an iconic music experience and, and so hard to manage. And we don't have the time to get into all of the aspects and dynamics of Woodstock during this interview. But, you know, just to give you an idea, they... <sighs> Internally, they hired law enforcement to keep peace, <laughs> right? But they were instructed. Here's the thing. They were instructed not to hassle these concert goers. They were told, yes, they're going to be drinking. Yes, they're going to be doing drugs. Just leave them alone. Farms <laughs> were peaceful and just enjoy the music. Just let them be happy. And that's what they did. They didn't hassle them. They just let them enjoy the music. And it turned out to be one of the most peaceful and iconic music events of all time. Okay, well, it sounds like uh, <laughs> sounds like you would be gutsy enough to get up on that stage. <laughs> so, okay, tea time. <laughs> you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> she is never ready. She, oh, my goodness. Well, we're not going to hassle you this time. We're not going to uh, expose anything on you, but we're going to ask you to do that. We're going to ask you to kind of spill the tea yourself. So every artist, whether they are mainstream or indie, has their most exciting performance moment and they're most scary, right? So, honestly, this is in the back of, of uh, so many aspiring artists' minds, you know, when they're thinking about, do I want to do this? Can I do this? Do I have the courage? Do I have the talent? Would you mind sharing your own human side for a moment? What were your best and most scary memories, musically speaking? Performances, specifically? Yeah. Or, or studio recording sessions, anything where um, you might have been anxious or happy, you know. Okay, cool. So I actually haven't done any live performances yet because my first single came out right before COVID. So all the shows that I was going to play last year got canceled. Um, so thinking about studio, hmm. well... I think the most scary was when I recorded my song, Find Love, because it's my most vulnerable song on the album, After Will I Ever. And so when I recorded that song, long story short, my producer was going to play guitar on it. But last minute, he got my current guitar to Luke to play. And at the time, I didn't know Luke at all. And so to have somebody new come in and play on a vulnerable song when I was nervous as it was I was like really really nervous because my producer and I have been working together for a while so I was comfortable with him but bringing somebody else in like that really scared me but now Luke and I are really good friends and we work together all the time so that was awesome what do you think is your most fun experience ever that you just like ah, nailed it I loved it I think the moment that was most fun for me was recording LA Will Wait For Me because I co-wrote that with my friend Madison and I brought her into the whole experience from the artwork to FaceTiming her in the session, getting her input on the guitar and everything. So I think like working so closely with my friend on making a song we're both proud of was super awesome. And just remembering that studio session 
and coordinating with my producer, my guitarist, having her on FaceTime and just feeling the overall excitement was amazing because it's so, so important to have musicians that have positive energy and are so excited about what they're doing. And I think that experience, it was just so great because everybody was having the best time and we, we created something truly magical. So that's definitely my favorite memory so far. That is so awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, with at least some restrictions lifting, do you think you'll be doing some live gigs soon? I definitely want to, yes. I'm actually thinking about reaching out to a couple of places here in Pittsburgh to try to get shows. So that is definitely on my list of things to do this summer. Well, definitely let us know if you get some things nailed down. We'll help you push those. Well, thank you so much, Demi, for coming back and doing this follow-up visit. How may our listeners find you online? So I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can search Demi Michelle, and my handle is at Demi M. Schwartz. You can also check me out on my official website, which is DemiMSchwartz.com. All right. Well, thank you so, so much, Demi. And we will be back in touch again very soon. I have absolutely <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right, everyone. We're going to get back to the music right now here on Heart of Indie Radio, The Memphis Show. 